0: All right, guys, welcome back in sports cards, nonsense, new episode. It is a Thursday. It is February 11th. This will drop tomorrow morning, Friday. Uh, make sure you check it out on Spotify under the ringer network anywhere else you get your podcasts. I like to get the plugs with in the early. Drops I get the drops in early them early. You didn't even tell anybody I was here. Okay. I'm jittery, Jesse. I'm not going to. We don't need to introduce the introduction. No, gone. at this yeah, point, I feel good. like people should if you
1: don't on. know who we are to get out, you know, that's what I say. That's, Let's get rid dro- of our audience. There's a drop.
0: <laughs> there's a drop for you. This is this is the kind of show it's going to be today. I literally had no interest in doing a show at all today. So now You're I'm trying tired. to fake it. And now I'm just excited. a little sleepy. I've been sucking down these Lacroix's, which are disgusting. I had no I have diet no caps left, so that's good. Burp and all show because of it. Jesse, why don't you think about it? We just talked about this. This so is how I, I, you know what. Talk about a, a subject right off the top. People want to hear about Jesse physically can't burp.
1: Why are we, like, we haven't that's gotten it. a big picture and we get to the fact Go that ahead. my esophageal sphincter
0: is too tight that I can't burp. It's a physical did, thing, folks. It's real. That's
1: a, I need a handicap sticker.
0: Let's get to it. I'm already bored. Go. <laughs> big, big picture. That's big a picture. Train wreck. Do you want to, like, you want to tell uh, the people what the show's about today? We went from Gary V to this train wreck. Perfect yeah. <laughs> timing. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk some 90s basketball. That's a surging market. We're going to definitely dig into that a little bit. Uh, the Mahomes dump that's happening right now. We'll talk a little vintage football. The one oh one this week is going to be about grading and grading terms. We'll do the, uh, straight cash homie. That's your segment. obviously. Straight cash homie. We're going to go big on the mailbag segment this week. Cause we missed it on the last show. So we got a bunch this time. We're going to try to introduce this new segment. Again, I came up with the name and I already hate the name ringer discord ish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is bad.
0: I, I I'm telling you, I, I, I need, I
1: need more context, but it sounds great.
0: Yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. And then uh, some weekly pickups I had in, the, uh, in my hobby buying adventures
2: this week. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil Visit JiffyLube.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get us to the big I'll, picture. I'm already... Has it been 40 the,
0: minutes yet? Let's has get to been the 40 big picture. Yet? This is what 90s, the excitement.
1: All right. This is the one time I have any insight into sports at all is 90s basketball. Let's talk about the surge. What's going on, Mike?
0: All right, so 90s basketball is absolutely on fire, right? Hall of Famers, Hall of Fame types. We've talked specifically a lot lately about KG and Duncan. Their markets are nuts. Uh, Gary Vee mentioned how high he was on Shaq. There's a reason the Shaq market's insane. So we had a breakdown of five guys this week. Uh, I want to know, too, if you know any of these five after I read the names. I'm, I am interested. So we had Tracy McGrady, Allen Iverson, Ray Allen, Steve Nash, Vince Carter. Any of those familiar names to you or not really? I, I know all
1: of them except McGrady. I don't know why that's not a, that's not ringing a bell. But the rest okay. of them, yes.
0: Yeah, actually, that's not So Tracy McGrady played up in Canada. He kind of is one of those forgotten – although he was – he played some of his career in Canada. He moved around quite a bit. Houston, Orlando. Um, so basically, you know, one thing we've done with Tim Duncan and with KG is we've broken some of these guys down. Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, we've done it. You know, it's like they have that flagship card, the one that everybody chased forever, and now new people are coming into the hobby. They want a rookie card of these guys, and they're not going to pay absolute top dollar. So like for Tim Duncan, the tops Chrome card was crazy money, over 4000 bucks. now. It's like, yeah, but I just want a nice rookie. What about the finest at four or 500 bucks? So... We actually had a, an intern who we'll get to here in a little bit. He did a nice little a, a breakdown. You've got the sheet open, I hope, because you, you yep. need these numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so like Tracy McGrady, for example, his 97 tops Chrome card average sale is just under 700 bucks. Population is 818. I mean, that's, a, that's expensive. 700 bucks for a card. A lot of guys just don't have 700 bucks. A PSA 9, though, you can get for about 15 to 20 percent of that value, which I don't hate. That's actually not a bad price. But again, there's room in that market. So again, you come in, you want a Tracy McGrady rookie, the Flair rookie card, which actually is a really nice card. It's an action shot of him going up for a dunk. Uh, really nice looking card. PSA 10s, you're talking like 120 bucks. And here's the interesting thing. There's 187 of those in the pop. That's a crazy. huge swing in price. Yeah, from 700 bucks to a buck 20, you can get that. You yeah. know, And Tracy McGrady is one of the few superstars from that era that I don't think has actually hit his full potential in pop yet. And what's crazy about that? You have this number. What's the PSA sales and report on that card? The flare.
1: So on that one, only total pop for the ten is 187.
0: Right, but what's the nine? The nine is the nine is
1: 143.
0: Yeah, okay. So less of a population on the nine. What's that card selling for?
1: I mean, last few sales were forty
0: dollars, fifty dollars, sixty dollars. I mean, it's not a lot. So high-end, call it 60 bucks. Again, there's kind of what I would call like just a little bit of a glitch in the market. A card with a crazy low population, Hall of Fame, superstar-type caliber, and he's still relevant mm-hmm. on TV all the time. I think he's on TNT or whatever, ESPN. He's all over the place, so still socially relevant. For 60 bucks, you can get a PSA 9 of that card. So if you don't have $700 to spend on his tops Chrome, I, I like the look of that card. Like That's a cool-looking card. It's nice, it's a clean grade, and it's cheap. Well, I it's on
1: for half of what the other PSA 9 for the, the, the I mean. other PSA 9. Yeah. I mean, Half of that.
0: And the population's way lower. Yeah. Crazy. Now, the next guy is, well, and we got to get Simmons on the show again. I'm going to I'm gonna beg and grovel. You know little... Simmons has never been on the show, right? <laughs> oh, I was on his show. That's right. No. <laughs> we'll invite him. I can't wait to meet place. him. Maybe one day he'll. he'll I don't think there's ever any me. reason Throw for you me to bone. speak <laughs> to him. But that's just me. That's just me. I'm not saying anything. It could be a good thing. He is a big Allen Iverson guy. So Allen Iverson. Again, 1996 draft, same as Kobe. The tops Chrome is like the card. Tops Chrome for guys in that era, is, by and large, is the card people want, like that base card. His PSA 10. Bill actually texted me about this. Sold over 12 grand a couple days ago. <laughs> Before that, it was like seven to eight. It was already going crazy. The 12, I mean, just nuts. But the population 672. Again, not a crazy high PSA pop, 10
1: 672. Under,
0: yeah, under a thousand, so not a crazy population. But who's got 12 thousand bucks to spend on a card? Some people do, but but a lot of people don't. A PSA 9 of that same card, you're talking probably now with the adjusted market, 1200 I mean, I would say probably 10% of the value. 2300 for population. I don't really love that play either. So again, that's one of those, well, what else does AI have from that era? He's got a bunch of rookie cards. He was in everything because he was such a high draft pick. Like the 1996 upper deck. So there's an upper deck, but there's also an upper deck collector's choice. I actually kind of like the collector's choice card better. Way lower pop. The pop, te- I, I got to, we double checked these and it was weird. The population report, which means how many are actually in existence, for a PSA 10 of a 96 upper deck collector's choice, Allen Iverson, 61. That is stupid low. That's lower than the 95 Garnett Flair we talked about, which is stupid low. Well, you it's could crazy low, buy- it's 10%. And then the value, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Keep so you can, buy, and you can buy the card. As of right now, there was a card sitting on eBay for 300 bucks. You could hit the buy it now. With this
1: Insane. Card. That's, that's like super 5% low. of whatever the, the,
0: yeah, the top, top Chrome ten. Went. Yeah, the same thing. The PSA 9, if you want an even lower price point for 70 bucks, you can get a PSA 9 collector's choice. So I did look. There's not a lot of those under 100 right now. But still, for 100 bucks, population's 307. That's just, an, I, to me, yeah. that's an easy value buy. AI is awesome. Like anybody who grew up in the '90s, our age or younger, or our age or older, remembers Allen. That dude was a beast. I remember him going back and forth with Kobe. I mean, they had the finals run. Iverson was awesome to watch, and he was a little dude. Like he was like five ten. <laughs> I mean, any did you relate, he, Mike? Five ten still really tall to me. So I didn't relate. <laughs> that, I didn't relate that well. Muggsy Bull
1: was the one that you were more Muggsy like, Who? Don't don't make me do it.
0: Say the last Muggsy, name.
1: Muggsy Beauregard. I know it's Muggsy bo- 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 Bogues. You're doing That's what, what I you said. I'm
0: you notice how close. supportive I'm being. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. You're Why doing are you being great so, nice? so far. It's uncomfortable. Next guy on the list. So I like AI. <laughs> Again, collector's choice. I, I would just stay away from the tops Chrome. That card's crazy high, so just get something else. Same thing with Vince Carter. His tops Chrome. PSA 10s are doing like 1,500 and above now in the last few. 400 population, which isn't bad. PSA 9s of the Chrome. Actually, the PSA 9s are probably not bad. If you can give it that for 300 bucks or less, I don't hate that, although the population's just under 4000 But again, a lot of money. So a great alternative, which I did look this one up, the 1998 Stadium Club. For PSA 10s, there's only 45. Stupid, stupid low number of these. Now, there are two variations. The one where he's hanging off the rim is kind of the, the one we we focused in on this week. You can still buy that card for like 250 right now. That Crazy. seems insanely cheap. Yeah. The PSA nine of that same card, literally the last two sales, twenty five and twenty six dollars. The population's five hundred and twenty five. I, I don't care. Like I, I don't care how many there are. For twenty five bucks for a Carter PSA nine, it just seems like a no brainer. Like his PSA nine paper card of top sells for two hundred bucks. This just seems crazy cheap. I think I mean, Carter across the board is cheap, and he just retired last year, so. Oh.
1: We were talking about this. This doesn't make sense to me because these are names I actually know, which if I know them. You're a numbers
0: guy. You're looking at the numbers. And well,
1: and if I know the name, I know that means that they did something in their career that is, you know, past retirement. They're still well known. The thing is, Zion, Ja, you know, Luca, these guys are all doing great right now. But their populations are insane and we don't even know what they're going to end up doing throughout their career. These are established in the record books. This is what these guys did, and they're selling for peanuts compared. It doesn't make sense to me. And yeah, this is got to be searched. a big, yeah. This, this is why be a it's big searched. blow up.
0: So I think what you're seeing now is people are honing in on that one card. So like Tops Chrome have gone nuts, Garnet, and then the Finest Duncan, the Garnet Flare. That's what you're seeing happen now. The next dude, Ray Allen, he's got some really high end stuff. I'll tell you right now, a great buy. Looking at the numbers, 1996 Bowman's best. Like, Ray Allen, the second greatest shooter in the history of the game behind Steph. And he was a Celtic, so that means he's even better than Steph's ever going to be. Won a championship <laughs> with the Celtics, won a championship with the Heat. He had the game winner against um, San Antonio in Game 6, I think that was, before they won the the Game, game 7 and, and clinched that. You remember that one? Yeah, sure. sure yeah. Big fan. Mm-hmm. So his Bowman's Best, 90, 1996 Bowman Best, PSA 10, 174 copies last one sold for 150 bucks. I will say this, if you look for Ray Allen stuff, it's actually tough to find. Some of his stuff you just won't see. But a PSA 9 Bowman's best rookie, population's 400, you're talking 50 bucks. Ray Allen and Ray Allen hasn't been enshrined in the Hall of Fame yet either. So he's another guy. I actually think Ray Allen is an awesome buy. After I looked at these numbers, now when you try to find his Tops Chrome, impossible. The population is stupid low. There's an, I did not find a single PSA 10 Tops Chrome card for sale in any of the Facebook groups I'm on or on eBay right now. And I didn't find any recent sold. Just tough to find. But I think Ray Allen stuff in general, again, he was kind of that second level. Definitely a Hall of Famer, great player, one of the all-time great shooters, but he was never a Kobe level. He was always like that tier two superstar. I think he's a great buy. I like the Bowman's best card because of the population and the price, but I think there's a ton of his rookie stuff that is super, super cheap. Uh, And then the same thing, man, we're focused in 96. So Kobe, Nash, who we're going to talk about in a second, Ray Allen, uh, Allen Iverson, all 96. 96 draft class was insane. So Steve Nash, same thing. Steve Nash stuff is he's got the tops Chrome stuff, which is thousands now, over three grand a piece and, and climbing still. So I don't love the tops Chrome play. Like that's the one people have focused in on. Hey, this is the expensive one. Okay, cool. But I do love, like again, his Bowman's Best, which is the same set as Ray Allen, super low population. Three hundred bucks. Three sixty is the highest sale. Everything else was under two hundred bucks. So I would say he's trending up. You're going to pay three hundred bucks. That seems stupid cheap to me. PSA nine Bowman's best. And again, I say I bring up Bowman's best because it's a nice brand. It's a high quality card.
2: Mm-hmm. PSA
0: nines for forty and fifty bucks. Population's one hundred and thirty one. Like and it Steve Nash that is makes coaching. No the, yeah, and Steve Nash is coaching the Nets. So you talk about a guy. He's not in the Hall of Fame yet. I don't think. i'll Have to double. I forget how long he's been gone. He might be. Check if Steve Nash is in the Hall of Fame yet, please. But he's coaching the Nets. I, I have already, I'm on record as saying I think the Nets are coming out of the East, and I hope they do because I have a ton of money tied up in Kevin Durant. I would love to see that. I will have a little man heyday, just throwing around two dollar bills from 1978. It'll be a fiesta in this place. But <laughs> super yeah. relevant. Looks like he was in the inducted in the Hall of Fame. He was Does he have a year. Uh, it makes sense. It he's been retired a while, and he was definitely a first ballot guy. You know what's good for the podcast is dead air. This is my fault. Yeah, I did not no, preface this at all.
2: Okay, <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame. So he's yeah, not going to find the Hall of Fame.
0: There you go, 2018. So he's not going to have the Hall of Fame bump because it's already happened. But the rest of his stuff hasn't bumped aside from Topps Chrome. He's relevant because he's coaching one of the best teams in the league. Just like, again, those are some of the things that don't make sense. Like you brought up, and even Gary mentioned it, crazy high populations on these kids no one knows about. But like, what, what about these dudes? Who are Who in the game right now is going to have a better career than Steve Nash? That's rhetorical, obviously, because I'm not expecting you to know that. But you might. Stop asking me that. If you told me John Morant ended up having a more impactful career, okay, maybe. But Steve Nash is like one of the top five point guards of all time. Like the market just hasn't caught up yet, aside from that one card.
1: Here's what's key about going over all of this right now is because all the guys, not all the guys listening, but a, a good chunk are very brand new to this hobby as far as being in it in the last few months. They may have yeah, been six in
0: it, last six months to a year.
1: Yeah, but they may have been in it like 20 years ago. And that's where their card collecting stopped with these guys in their collection. So they're sitting on top of these guys already. These populations are low now, but who knows what they're going to be in the next few months. But I guarantee you, it's not going to be anywhere close to what they the new rookies are going for. So not even. I close. think the new guys coming in are sitting on a little chunk of cash.
0: Yeah, I just think there's stuff there. And honestly, the reason I don't think the populations will jump that much either is if you've been sitting on a car for 20 years, the chance of it still being gem mint or, or slim, as yep. opposed to the amount of sealed product out there for new stuff. You can still rip. I mean, I've got a case of prism in my closet here. We could rip those. We're going to hit a bunch of Zion. Some of those will gem. And there's just way, way more produced now. Point being, there's other guys too we didn't even do research on. Paul Pierce getting ready to be inducted this year. His stuff's going to jump. And Pierce is another guy. His top's chrome's expensive. The rest really has not moved the needle nearly as much. Dirk Nowitzki, another dude from that 98 class. 98 was another class. Those two guys, Vince Carter. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody else. But there's so many guys from that mid to late 90s time period that I just don't think have anywhere near reflected what their value is going to actually settle at. So I think there's good buys there for sure. I would just stay away from the top card. Stay away from yeah. Topps Chrome. I just don't – I don't know the growth is still there for Tops Chrome on almost any of those guys. But you look at other alternative brands, check up the Pops. I think I think there's a ton of – I think there's a ton of value there. Uh, that yeah. whole report, by the way, Max the intern. I don't like Max the name e. Max. I, here's what we're going to do. I haven't told him <laughs> this yet. And Max just – this was his first assignment here. I, he killed it. He sent us like a nice spreadsheet, ton of pictures, like pictures, breakdowns, everything. Uh, I was actually very impressed. I'm not going to tell him that, obviously. No, he doesn't. Max to is that. from Indy though. <laughs> I'm going with we call him Indy the intern. I like that. I don't like Max. I can't I could think of nothing from Max.
1: Max is nice. I, it's a short and sweet. Indy. Indy now so I've got two syllables when I could have had
0: one. Indy. Uh, is that two syllables? In oh good. Move on to the next syllable. Indy. Just say it quick. <laughs> last and thing as Max well is while I'm complimenting people, third oh man possibilities. This is something third we've man. also been discussing lately. We've joked about the last few episodes, but we are actually contemplating some different possibilities. So for those older folks like me and you, I guess 35 now, 34 is old in this hobby. Tony Rialli, to stat boy. I loved it when he came on for that. I think if Max doesn't screw the pooch on this whole thing, I say we have Max on once every couple of weeks, a couple yeah. of little segments, throw his numbers we haven't at us. run this
1: by him, but yeah,
0: well, I mean, he may not return our emails after today. <laughs> I don't know, but I say we throw this to Indy say, Hey, come on, throw some stats on it. Maybe a live report here. There's potential. Also, I, I like so. having Gary V. I did like having another sports guy on for a portion to bounce ideas off of. I think that's something we, me, even me and you, talked about. You know, growing, dude. This show is a month old. We don't know what we're doing yet. I mean, it's Absolutely. pretty pretty clear, I think, to most people listening. Um, but people, you know, so I, I don't my, I don't hate the the I don't hate the rotating casting coach type of thing. Every once in a while, it's not going to be every show. Uh, and people, you know, th- this comes up again, too. We're not even being critical. Like, well, What is what is the what is the reason for Jesse being on the show, though, if he doesn't know sports? Wait, yeah. what? People say this?
1: What's happening?
0: So this has come up, right? H- here's the reason. I think me and Jesse have more fun talking and we're more entertaining than anybody else doing this right now. I don't need Jesse That's- to come back and recite stats and, like, tell me what player was great and be nostalgic about a 1998 basketball game. Like, that's great, but two guys just sitting there nerding out who have the exact same perspective on things is not that appealing to me. I I like to have Jesse. Here's the other thing with Jesse. I goof on Jesse every show, sometimes too much, right? I can't do that with other people because they (laughs) get sensitive and call or text me after. Jesse did call (laughs) me after last show. Not overly sensitive. what's happening? You were fine. I'm just saying. So, like, oh, why don't we have another sports guy? That's why. I think it would be super boring to have two guys and you're nerding out about cars. I'd much rather have my buddy on here who I can goof with and just have fun. I don't know. I think it's fun. I think it's more entertaining. I, do. I cry I'm one s- time. I cry one time. You hung up on me one time. You oh, hung up on me one time.
1: Okay. Well, you deserved it. You were being mean.
0: I'll go back. I mean, we can go back in history if we want to talk. <laughs> if we want to talk history, we'll talk. That's the point, though. I am not interested in having an all sports, all the time thing. It's cool that we talk sports. It's cool that we talk sports cards. If it's not entertaining, which some people don't think it's entertaining, that's fine. Go somewhere else. They're I'm just mean. saying. There's a good little back and forth here. That's why we keep Jesse around. Jesse is, and Jesse is not an employee. Jesse is a partner. Jesse owns oh. half this company,
1: so. If I go down, I'm taking this whole thing with me. You can take I know all the passwords. I know where all the keys are hidden.
0: They're all the same. <laughs> there you go. But we are going to start working in a third man here and there, because I do like the dynamic that Gary brought. Mikey's take of the week. Yeah, so we're going to talk about these next two subjects. These will be our big picture subjects to start Tuesday's show, but just a little tease, a little info. People have been calling it the Mahomes dump. I think I saw. I, it might have even been that market movers nonsense. We're talking about how people have sold at 8,500 now on his Prism PSA tens. Let's just calm down. Mahomes <laughs> stuff is down about 20. percent One person listed to buy it now at 8,500 bucks. It got snapped up quick. That is not. That is not a market setting trend. It was one card by some guy who probably just needed money quick. Mahomes stuff. If you are dumb enough to be selling it off and dumping it, I. I don't have any. I don't have any wisdom for you. I mean, you're just a clown. Most people are not doing this. If you want to sell the stuff for twenty percent off right now, fine. That's you know, it was going to drop. He just lost the Super Bowl. We're coming into the off season. No problem. But if if you're like desperate to sell it, I, I just don't. I, I think you're just super short sighted. No reason to dump my home stuff. Quite frankly, in another month or so, I'm going to be telling you to buy my home stuff when it hits the actual bottom. So I would like to point that.
1: out, this is exactly what you said was going to happen as well, that
0: yeah, as course. soon as he lost, it was going to go down a little, and then and it's going, going to go back the, up when he comes and back. And we're going into the offseason. He's still the guy in the league to beat. So anybody who watched that game, too, there's no question. he's He is the guy in the NFL right now. Um, and then the vintage baseball market. Again, I'm going to see if, if uh, Indy will do a little homework here. I'd like to throw some names at him and have him break down <laughs> Uh, some vintage stuff. I am big into vintage. When I At the end of the show, we're going to do the weekly pickups. I'll, t- I'll tell you like the vintage stuff I picked up this week. Vintage is probably the safest market. It's kind of like real estate has always been perceived. It's just a slow grow. I like the vintage market. There's a bunch of names. Like I said, we'll really get into that more and have like the numbers and the stat breakdown and all that on uh, Tuesday's show. But I think vintage baseball, especially, I go graded. I don't mess around with raw vintage. Too many fakes or altered stuff. But same thing. If you can get vintage baseball under Comparable pricing right now or at comparable pricing, I think it's a good buy, period. The only exception to that would be Hank Aaron. Him dying spiked his market like crazy. I have not bought a Hank Aaron card since, and I would not. I would hold off. You think he's overpriced? Yeah, just you're right in the middle of that hype, so no reason to. I now have a note. It's an orange. Jesse's take. A little professional jealousy (laughs) here. I have my own take segment. Now, Jesse has his take.
1: Can you introduce me like I introduced Mikey's take? Jesse's take. Congratulations! That was so fantastic. Here All we right, go.
0: Jesse Gibson with his take of the week. Take it away, Jesse. boy
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Michael Giuseppe Uh, folks,
0: full name. We keep
1: getting a lot of emails about non-football, basketball, baseball-related cards. Yes. Um, I finally decided to go out on a <laughs> little limb. I got I got you a little research. Uh, very interesting to see some of these prices. They're exploding just the same as everything else. So if you're into uh, a little wrestling, that's what we're going to talk about today. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Let's start there.
0: 1997 (laughs) stop laughing I I, my goal laughing was and I'm not gonna interrupt again I'm just gonna say this my goal was to just let you because I think you have a lot of wisdom I've said this to you privately never publicly and never to your face no Jesse is a very intelligent guy smarter than me in almost every other area of life except for sports when you are about to give people what could be viewed as financial <laughs> advice, and you start with and you do the leaning wrestling, it's just tough. Like I've never seen Warren Buffett make like a Doritos you joke, you and then lean in. You don't know what he does. I'm he, done. I am super excited for Jesse's take. Winsome words, Jesse. Take it away. Wrestling <laughs> talk. Wrestling <laughs> talk. I'm just. Saying we don't need I'm a third. I'm telling band you where the volume is
1: doing. I'm telling you where the money is. Okay. Oh. Who who in, in their adulthood still watches wrestling? OK, there may be a lot of you, but I know that there's plenty more that watches kids. And those are the ones listening now who collected some of these cards that may be sitting on a nice pile of cash. That's all it is. So Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's a it's the Cardinal WWF. It was a trivia game card, but it is known now as his rookie card. It's got yellow all around the border. Fun fact, there are 28 PSA graded cards last year. PSA 9, total, total graded total PSA? pop,
0: total okay.
1: pop. There's 28 of them. Okay, So already Super you're, low. you're looking at crazy low numbers there. I could not find a single 10 that sold the nines that are selling. The last one was back in November for $325. His what? base ones though, currently because guys are already wanting to go get graded, non-graded cars are selling for 150 bucks. Couldn't find one for less. $150 so, I, so
0: safe to say that nine in November. I mean if it just followed every the market which it looks like. So worst case I would say a 30% bump. 400 well, bucks
1: now. Well, well when you see some of these other numbers that have more recent sales, you're you're going to think that there's going to be some money. You're you're probably a little low. So let's see. Uh the Rocky the Rocky Mavio, otherwise known as The Rock. Oh, do you know what The Rocky, Rock is cooking?
0: I thought it was Stallone. Rocky. No, like his real name, Rock. I
1: guess like when he when his card has his real name, I guess, which is Rocky. Maybe I don't know if that's right, but that's at least what the card says. It's the same thing. Yellow border. This is the Cardinal WWF trivia series. Only seventy four total. What population. year is this? What year is this card? This is ninety seven. These are uh this is, 97. Both ninety seven. <clears throat> okay. So you're looking at no PSA tens sold that that I was able to find. PSA nine sold a month ago. It was two thousand dollars. Currently just sold four thousand dollars. Oh, a full double four thousand dollars a month later for the <sighs> PSA 9. Uh I couldn't find a PSA eight, but the, there there's a BGS 8.5 that was 350 bucks two months ago. So you think
0: three months ago, two 350 so I five mean, six? Yeah, at, at least. So not to mention, uh, did you are you gonna mention that college uniform thing I told you about? The college uniform, what you said, give it some numbers like 40 something? Yeah, the one from Miami. So it's the one Gary V showed. It's from the Sports Illustrated. It has the I can never say the word. The perforated per- per- the per- little edge. The perforated? You, there you go. You <laughs> had to literally fold them up and like rip them out of a magazine back then. So it's an oversized card. A PSA 10 just sold on bids for forty five thousand plus on eBay. He talked about like guys like that being pop culture superstars now too, which Stone Cold is. Stone Cold has a podcast. Well, that's the thing. Interesting he, story. He's relevant. Not as highly rated last week on the charts as this podcast. Don't want we to We were twenty eight. He was twenty nine. He could he could literally <laughs> just break both of us in half with like a pinky. That's what's great. That. Just remote. We can just talk like know.
1: Yeah. He's gonna be the next third man. Sure. Um, um, last one, Hulk Hogan, nineteen eighty five. This is a tops card. This is an actual T.O.P.S. card, WWF oh, really? rookie card. Okay. Population still only three hundred and fifty-one. Nineteen eighty-five tops. Nineteen eighty-five tops. <clears throat> okay. PSA tens. There's
0: thirteen of them. Let me. Two guess. weeks ago. Two, how much what you think it sold? Two weeks ago, pop. Man, that's low, and that's recent. Thirty-five hundred. Eighteen
1: thousand five hundred. And I love that you lowballed it because I knew you didn't know what the actual number was. But I had no idea. Still eighteen thousand five hundred dollars for Hulk Hogan. I mean, it's Whoosh. not limited to the Morants, It's not limited to the Jordans. This is this is Across all the cards. Yeah. Um, who doesn't?
0: Who doesn't know Hulk? Too
1: like honestly. exactly. Yeah. And so there's thirteen of those of the PSA tens. There's nine. Uh, I'm sorry. There's 102 of the PSA nines. Those are twenty three hundred.
0: Um okay, so PSA, twelve to fourteen percent of
1: the ten. PSA eights, seven hundred and fifty. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. I'm just Crazy. saying wrestling is taking off uh, It's time to get in the wrestling game, guys. That's just right his take now, of the week.
0: This is I like this was your best take of all time. See, supportive again. I First like it and Came best. prepared, you. made it relevant. I like it. I wrestling is nuts, huh? People have also asked that we start talking about hockey soccer soccer we even had a couple this week Pokemon. WNBA. i don't talk about those things because i don't know anything about them i'm not trying to disparage sports i'm just stupid in those areas so i'm not going <laughs> to sit here and try to fake it sorry you
1: you and i can have that conversation it would go over great on the podcast
0: it already is 101,
1: 101. what are we doing what's the term what are we talking this week this week guys want to know when and what to grade in and give us some oh. terms as we're doing this because okay
0: Grading, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people have said, hey, I have all these cards in the closet. What do I do with them? I know grading increases value. Should I, should I grade stuff? So a couple just baseline thoughts to keep in mind. First of all, if you need help with grading in your experience and you just need someone to grade them for you, go to the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. Under the card services, we've got three graders there. Click on them. They all do individual things. They can take care of you, no problem. But for the guys who are 19 levels below that, have no idea what. So some easy rules to follow. If it's a card within the last 25 to 30 years, uh, even even more than that, 30 to 40 years, there's no reason, for example, if you have a Shaq rookie from 1992, just look at it. Are the borders even all around the card? That's what we call centering. Are the corners dinged up? If it has a black background, do you see chipping, like white chips on the back? You know, if, if with a naked eye, you can see defections in the card, then defects in the card, then obviously there's something wrong with it. It's not going to grade out very high. So just, first of all, just look at it yourself. You don't need some expert to do this. Be honest. Look at the card. Do you see anything wrong with it? And then just start price comparing things. So if this card, if you look on eBay and raw, just as it sits, not graded, sells for 50 bucks. Okay, well just factor in between shipping and everything. Cheapest case, you're probably going to pay 25 bucks to $30 for the card. So if the card is a PSA 10, only sells for 150 bucks. Now 150 compared to 50, $30 risk. I might. What I generally try to do is, what does a PSA nine sell for? Because reasonably, I- I'm almost always just at this point expecting my stuff will nine, not ten. So if that's it, will grade a nine, not grade a ten. So if that fifty dollar card is a nine, goes to a hundred dollars, and a ten is two hundred dollars, I'm gonna take a shot because a nine is gonna cover the thirty bucks I have into it for grading, and it to be a twenty dollar bump. And there's a chance it bumps to a ten, and then it's just big money.
1: That's now- kind of. Go ahead. Just before you jump too far. So, when you're talking about the pricing on grading, though, you're talking about standard pricing. There's other options as far as because I know personally, if I'm going to get something graded, I don't want to
0: wait like whatever the wait times are. You're going to wait. Like, yeah. So, here's the other thing wait times right now are absolutely insane. If you're doing 45 day bulk submission service with PSA, even BGS is, is not bulk like that, but different time frame. It's, it's six months plus. It just is. That, that's but there's options point. to get it faster, though, right? There's some, but they're not much faster now. Basically, anything that service is, it's just way, way long. So 20-day service is three to four months out. The 10-day service they ran for a while is two months out. They're just crazy overloaded with stuff. So that's another thing. And that's why I use bulk submitters like the three companies on our site. I just think it's a better option. Then I get updates from them through their websites. They're the ones tracking the card. I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But I never grade with the thought of I'm going to get this thing back quick and flip it. You just can't. Unless you're going to pay for overnight or one or two day service, which is hundreds of dollars plus the value of the card. But in general, I would say another thing. A lot of guys asked, hey, this is a card I'm never going to sell. My mom got me for this 20 years ago and I always want to keep it. Should I grade it? If it's worth at least a a decent amount of money, again, $50 to $100, I would say, yeah, go ahead and grade it. Grading is going to do, first of all, it'll increase the value at least a little bit, and it keeps it permanently encased. It's going to be protected at least. So it's never a bad option if it's stuff you're just going to keep. And who cares if you have to wait six months to get the card back? You're not selling it anyways. Where you run into trouble is guys who are trying to go out and buy Ja Morant, Zion, Lucas. Oh, I'm just going to grade these things quick and get them back and make money. Well, if the card doesn't come back for six to eight months, you're in the middle of the offseason. So you got to be real careful with that. The other thing I tell people, too, we've gotten this question a lot. There's other other grading cards. The only two I ever recommend are Beckett, which is BGS and PSA. But guys want to know, well, hey, this is in a different holder. What if I buy, and SGC if it's vintage. Not new, but SGC as vintage has a real premium as well. Um, but guys want to know, hey, what if I just buy this other crap brand graded card that's a 10 and cross it over to PSA? Nine times out of 10, it's not going to work. First of all, those card companies, the grading companies, were just not as particular with checking, hey, is this card authentic in the first place? They weren't as strict with the parameters that the other companies are. So I never would buy a card like that with the intent to flip it to a, another company. Maybe it works once in a while, but in, by and large, I think you're just wasting your time. So uh, again, that term pop, population, you can always look up on Beckett, BGS, or on PSA and see how many of those cards exist. So the opening segment, You know, Tracy McGrady, 1997 card. Yeah, we know by looking at the population report, there are 300 of this grade, 200 of the other, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, The other question that's come up a lot, too, is like, well, what is a a PSA 10 worth compared to a raw card? There's no standard rule anymore. Nothing. I mean, there are some, and if it's vintage, there's absolutely nothing. Because nobody I know is paying good money for a raw Michael Jordan rookie. Because if it's not graded by now, 99 times out of 100, it's fake. So you're not going to get anything for it, hardly anything. Whereas if it graded a PSA 10, it's worth $750,000. Now with more modern stuff, you know, paper rookies that you're pulling out of a card right now, like Top Series 1 that came out this week, you, maybe you pull a Joe Adele rookie. Again, I haven't seen sales for this, but if his raw card sells for 50 bucks, a PSA 10 on paper inserts like that, or paper base rookies like that, is generally three to four times. So I would expect if the card is 50 bucks raw, 150 to $200 as a graded card, uh, as a gem mint. Um, BGS is a little bit lower than that two and a half times ish on new stuff. But would you say though, like
1: when guys are selling base on eBay or whatever the case is, they, there's a good idea of what it's going to grade for say, we're not, you know, we're not concerned about it being a fake or whatever, but there's a good idea of what it's going to grade for just because you can see centering from pictures in general, you can't get specific to nine or 10, but maybe you could say, oh, that's for sure going to be an eight or something.
0: Anything raw on eBay, I just assume is going to be grade a 7 or an 8. I just figure this day and age, if people are smart enough to be selling on eBay, they're smart enough to know the grading process and how much money's in it. If it was going to grade a 10 or look like it, they probably would have submitted it themselves. So yeah, I just nothing wrong with buying raw cars either, and you don't have to grade. There's plenty of money to be made just buying and flipping singles without grading it, and with the delays, it's becoming a more valid option anyways. But if you're going to get into the grading game, just be prepared to wait because it is. It's just a wait. But PSA and Beckett are the only two I would use for those things. I wouldn't mess around with anybody else. People also say, well, if PSA has such a premium, why do people use Beckett? Well, PSA charges based on the value of the card on the back end. You submit a Michael Jordan rookie and it comes back in eight, which is worth 20 grand right now. You're probably going to pay a couple thousand dollars to get that card back in grading fees at least over a 1,000. I'm not super clear with the rates there, but there's a huge upcharge based on the final value of the card if it's over a certain amount. And PSA wait times are longer than Beckett right now. Beckett also has a totally different holder. I actually really like the look of a Beckett holder. Um, Now, if I'm going to send in raw stuff, in general, I prefer PSA because why not take a shot at a PSA 10? But with Beckett, you got to remember, if you get a 9.5, that is Gem Mint. Gem Mint in Beckett is not comparable to PSA 10 Gem Mint. But a Beckett Pristine, which is a BGS 10, outsells a PSA 10. So there's always that chance as well. So there are good and bad with both. Really, it's really just a matter of what you like and what you're looking to do with the card is really what it comes down to. Awesome. That oh, is the 101. I one. I ins- Have I insulted you once yet today, by the way? You see It's this? making the audience and myself you tell feel me very, you very uncomfortable. Have feelings, and what do I do? I cradle <laughs> them. I didn't say I had
1: feelings. None of this is all for the show, guys. I can be very I don't respectful. have feelings.
2: Straight cash, homie. Uh, Everybody's I'm favorite. Two, I'm giving you two
0: real quick. I gave Jesse the assignment this week. I was like, you come up with one. I don't I have not heard what it is. I know it's crazy expensive. I don't know what the thing is. Uh, two this week, two that I consider to be relatively cheap and relatively safe. Uh, Ronald Acuna. I'm always just going to call him Acuna, by the way. So people email instead of pronouncing it wrong. I don't care. It's Ronald Acuna <laughs> to me. Ronnie McDonald. 2018 Topps Update and 2018 Topps Heritage. Both as a PSA 10, high population on both. No reason to mess around with Raw. The update card is about 200 The Heritage card is about $100. Just a base PSA 10. Acuna, Acuna, Ronnie, whatever, is one of the best players Acuna in baseball. Acuna Matata. He's going to jump. We saw what it did last year at the height of the market, and the height of the market last year is not going to match the height of the market this year. So I think conservatively, both those cards could take a 30% bump over the next one to two months. I just think they're relatively cheap and very safe investments. I would I would grab a couple of those. Perfect. Jesse's straight cash, homie. Am I reading this right? Fifteen hundred dollars. All right, all right. What is it? Tony Hawk. I kid you not. You are going is all selling
1: non-sports for crazy money right now. Okay, guys, if you've got the I don't I had a grandfather who collected National Geographic magazines. If you've got somebody who has a collection of kids sports illustrated magazines. First question, why are they collecting kids sports illustrated magazines? That's fair. But secondly, after that's done, go through them. 1990, you're going to find a set of cards. These again, these are perforated cards. So they come on a sheet. You literally have to tear them out. You want to be very gentle with the Tony Hawk because it is, there is currently 76 in population, total population. The 8, the PSA 8, because I can't even find a 9 or 10, because there's only two tens in Which 9 9s. Which makes sense, nines. trying to
0: rip those things
1: out. Exactly. Like, right. every time every time I was a kid, I tear one out. There's always, like, the big
2: yeah, chunk of known, the card next to it. You're not known
1: for your delicacy. Right? <laughs> I have very large fingers. That's okay. Uh, PSA 8, there's 26 of them. They are currently selling for $1,500. For and a PSA 8? And that is a jump what the of a hundred percent from last week. Last week they were selling for eight hundred. They are now. There's been two sold this week for fifteen hundred.
0: Yeah, I, I think Hunt. this is the trend, man. Honestly, the non-sports stuff. I love that you a green shirt in front of a green screen. By the way, I like that your head just kind <laughs> of floats all, in and out.
1: For those on the podcast just
0: listening, you are missing out. How my body is disappearing.
1: I will not Wonderful. change shirts. I all wear right, green so there you go. that's
0: it. Ronald Lacuna and Tony Hawk. I like it, Tony. I, I like it. It's a different aspect. So cool. Tony Hawk. Yep. What's give me the set in year again, all that? That is 1990 Tony Hawk Sports Illustrated Kids. Cool. There you go. All right. We all did right. not do mailbag with, the, with, the, uh, with Tony Hawk. We didn't do it with him either. We didn't do any mailbag <laughs> on the Gary Vee episode. So we're going to do a little bit of a larger mailbag today. What do all you right. got? I don't know any of these questions again, too, which I like. I like that you keep these things to yourself now.
1: I, I'm just hoping that you're able to answer them. That's my only fear. I'll just edit it um, out if I can't. <laughs> all right. We got CK Courier from Instagram asking, what's the best way to avoid fraud, fakes, card cutters, etc.? And does PSA or BGS do they detect fakes? And can you buy a fake that has been graded? What do you know
0: about fakes, Mike? Man, can you ask a longer question? Holy smokes. It's Um, just about fakes. What do you know? So, yeah, I mean, obviously, like Jordan, especially with vintage stuff, ton of counterfeit fake cards, no question. Um, There's also been some scandal lately with fake uh, BGS holders, I think, or PSA holders. One of the companies just had a run-in with this. It was BGS, actually. Actually, Somebody's actually replicating the holders themselves. You have to be careful. You know, you can check up with those serial numbers online to see what the card is um, and what it's supposed to be in that holder. Um, when it comes to actually buying stuff, I don't, know, you know, be selective. Even on eBay, you know, people always ask why do the stuff for these consigners sell so much higher. In general, it's because you know, like PC Sports Cards is our is our card consigner. People know that company; they know he's trustworthy, so they would rather spend their money there if they're buying an expensive card. That's what I would do. Find somebody with good feedback on eBay, or if you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, find your mutual friends or mutual followers. See who can vouch for the person. Has anybody else done business with them? You know, there are ways, and and then just avoid things. Like, I had a guy reach out to me this morning on Facebook. He might be the nicest guy in the world. I don't know him. Sent me a picture of a Willie Mays rookie card. Raw. I wouldn't touch it for 10 bucks. I have no idea if that card's real or not. Just no reason, and and again, I have no reason to suspect it isn't, except you just have to be skeptical in the market now. So, you know, overall, just kind of common sense. Be cautious. And when you pay for things, here's another thing. If you pay Venmo or Cash App, there's no percussion or, or repercussion for that. PayPal goods. People like to knock on PayPal, and, and rightly so. PayPal's caused a lot of people some trouble. But if you pay PayPal goods and services, they take their 3% cut off of the seller's end, but you then have a claim. You can open a claim if you don't get the item that you're supposed to get. So I, I am still a big advocate of PayPal. Uh,
1: have you ever seen a card be faked? Has that I ever bought come a up? Fi- I bought a that, fake. I'm sorry, I bought that a was fake,
0: PSA graded. Yep, I bought a fake PSA 9 Michael Jordan at the 2017 Nationals. 5,000 bucks. Came back fake. I sent it in to be re-slabbed. It was in an wow. old PSA holder, so you couldn't look it up as accurately because the new ones have that silver hologram in the middle. Mm-hmm. Those can probably still be fake, but they're super difficult to fake. This was in the old holder, but it was an in-person deal. I'm looking at this guy in the face. I'm thinking, surely it looks good. Thought everything was good to go. Sent it back in to get re in a new holder. Came back fake. Yep. Wow. So it, I, it, don't it re- I don't remember that
1: story. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, was,
0: I mean, was just start out 2017. I just, this is why I'm just starting to go really full-time travel with it, do the whole thing. Yep. All right. Good stuff.
1: Um, let's go. King Griffin from Facebook asks, what's Mike's dream card in grade? I think the grade obviously would be a 10. But yeah, what's your like, absolute dream card? What do you
0: want? I want it back. 2,000 playoff contenders, Tom Brady rookie autograph. It's called the championship ticket. It was numbered out of 100. I sold the one I had for like 7,500 bucks. It was graded, at, I think, an eight. Uh, that card now... If I had to guess, I mean, again, grade wise, obviously, it'd be gem mint. That's a, a gem mint card. Of that is probably close to a million dollars now. Um, but just having oh. that card back would be cool because I sold it for. I think I bought it for eighteen hundred bucks, and a year later, after they won the Super Bowl against Seattle, I sold it for like seventy five hundred, if I remember right. I would like mm. to have that card back.
1: <laughs> could, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, um, well. All right, Twitter user. Oh man, KFC dog. KFC dog. S. Is it worthwhile grading one-of-one cards or SSPs? Do you know what what is an SSP? Super
0: short print. So super short print stuff, yes. And one-of-ones, yes. Again, people sometimes confuse like, well, grading is just to increase value. Grading also makes it way easier for you to sell a card. So a one-of-one, the question comes up, well, how does it increase the value? There's only one of them anyways. First of all, this is a a myth. Yes, that individual card may be numbered one-of-one, Everybody has a bunch of one of one cards. Every player has a bunch of different versions from different products. So there's like this mystique that it's the only one, and there should be. But it's you can do research and find other one of ones of any player on the market. I like grading it because in general, a one of one's valuable. Get it graded that way. There's no condition issue. The person knows what they're buying. It keeps it safe, and it's just an easier sale to make. That's mail back we'll for the week, and we'll we'll work on the questions too going forward, guys. We appreciate all the feedback. We do want to try to work those in when we can.
2: Yeah, we'll New try and get segment. more
0: you know, next week. Another um, new dumb name. I came up with this one all by myself. Ringer no. Discord-ish. of It's kind like, of oh, like a Discord. It's dumb. Yeah. So I, I've been trying to get more involved with this company and listen to what other people are saying and like what's going on and is there some, sort of a card angle. So I listened to Danny Kelly. I don't know if that's his real name. I have no idea who Danny Kelly is. I hope so. That is like out of an Irish novel. Just good old Danny Kelly. Danny, If it was O'Kelly would be perfect. Danny O'Kelly down at the pub. <laughs> He was talking all about the quarterback. That's just a great name. I mean, come on. And as pale as you are with that green shirt, you and Danny are cousins, I guarantee it. <laughs> I've got Anyways. a shamrock right behind me if you need it. <laughs> sure, I digress. Uh, he was talking all about the upcoming quarterback class. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Jesse was talking about like wrestling and other different things. The Tony Hawk card. Uh, Gary Vee kind of talked about this too. I think there are probably items right now like team promo sets and different things with these cards. Those three quarterbacks in particular, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, I would buy it. I I think those guys are going to set the whole market on fire even more so than this year, which is crazy to think about. But that class has so much hype. I would go out and get anything I could card-wise of these guys from college, different variations, whatever you can find. I I didn't spend a ton of time looking, but I I guarantee there's cards out there. I think it's a good buy right now because you're seeing people spill off into those alternative markets. So I like that. And then on the mismatch show uh, with Chris Vernon and Kevin O'Connor. So Chris Vernon is the guy who found me. Uh, found us, I should say. Uh, Thank you. Take it easy. I see you smirking there. Found us. I'm sorry. Don't I put call, us on TikTok, buddy. Don't call me after the show. So Vernon's <laughs> the man. My favorite guy at the company, hands down. Um, so they were talking about the how, how quick young guys develop. Because there's been talk about like La, LaMelo Ball. We talk about him, too. You know, a couple of years ago, 10, 15 years ago, that wouldn't be possible. Point guard in the NBA, which is, it's just, it's the quarterback on the floor. It's such a difficult position to learn. But now in back to back years, you're seeing point guards come in and succeed immediately. Ja last year, LaMelo this year, those guys were spot on. You know, that's just something that is so, it was so tough back then, but these guys are now conditioned. The NBA, I feel like those guys at such a young age, 19, 20 years old, come into the league super conditioned to just thrive. Which is insane, and social media has a lot to do with that. Lamelo stuff. Anytime we tag him in a video or our posts on TikTok, wherever his stuff takes off. We get more views and activity there. Uh, but it definitely huge. speaks to the to the culture around the league now. Young guys are coming in ready to play and ready to take off, which I think is great. So, anyways, I thought it'd be kind of a fun little segment once in a while, kind of play off some of the other shows here at the Ringer. I don't know. The more I think about it, the less. As I long like as they it, do so. the same for us, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, build that community. Uh, real quick, two weekly pickups this week. This might be my most active week of spending in the history of my life, quite frankly. I bought a couple thousand dollars worth of just small stuff. Like we were talking about the other day, I've been loading up on Vlad. Cheap Vlad rookies. I like Acuna rookies, Sotos, all the baseball stuff, especially base, I've been loading up in the $50 to $200 range. Uh, made some cool purchases. Though. I got a Walter Payton PSA 8 rookie. Stupid cheap. I don't have the number in front of me. That card is so undervalued for what most people would argue is the greatest running back of all time. I don't understand why that's not a $5,000 card makes zero sense to me. I got a Sandy Koufax PSA five rookie. So that's out of 1955 tops. I paid two grand for that card. Koufax is going to have the same thing. If you have money to spend on Koufax, I think it's a good play because he's an all time great. He's from that Hank Aaron era. And when he dies, his stuff is going to do what Aaron's did jump through the roof. Uh, and then the two, two of the biggest cards I've ever bought in my life, actually, uh, aside from the Jordan last, but I split the Jordan. So that didn't really count. Uh, Kobe, 1996, Kobe, Flair, row zero, 9.5 rookie. One actually closed last night, so uh, Wednesday night, at just over $28,000 on bids. I got this for just over twenty five dollars So when you were asking me about the Kobe market, is it just starting? I think that's a card that's going to get crazy. His high-end stuff, I fully expect that to be a thirty five to $40,000 card in a couple hall months. of Fame? May. Right? So you thinking
1: some time around? May, I think it's going to be a slow be
0: build to them. I think we're going to see a jump then, and then you know a couple months after that, we get the NBA playoffs, which just brings more attention to the game. You know, kind of that trickle down effect. That is the biggest basketball card I've ever bought on my own. I was I'm actually was pretty excited about that. It's an awesome looking. Does card. Does Hannah know about that? She knows. <laughs> she knows. Uh, plus, it's gone. That, that can, that's one of those cards that comes into the house. You go right to the bank with it, and then the other one. Again, I like Koufax for the fact that there's going to be that huge jump when he dies. Not that we're trying to be morbid. Willie Mays. Willie Mays, if you look at what he did for the game, Mantle outsells him 510 to 1. It's insane how outsell how much he gets outsold by Mantle. Willie Mays has his 1951 Bowman, actually the same year as Mantle's rookie. I got a Willie Mays 1951 PSA 6 rookie. It's a little bit of a smaller card. That set was just a little bit smaller. It's a horizontal card, awesome coloring. So it's just a cool card. Uh, it was 38000 bucks. I honestly think, again, that is a card to me, though, that you look at mantles from that year. Actually, real quick, Jesse, 1951 Bowman, Mickey Mantle, PSA 6. The reason I, I bought this and was super excited to do it, I think Mays is obviously, in terms of sports relevance, grail level with anybody, one of the top two, three, four, five players of all time in baseball. The card is, what, 70 years old at this point. I think he's always been underappreciated, just like Hank Aaron was. We saw what happened with Aaron. When Hank Aaron died, his stuff jumped 40 to 80%. His rookie stuff, through the roof. I think the same thing will happen with Willie Mays, and I think it's safe enough where we're not ever going to see that card dip. And what's crazy about that is the only other PSA 6 listed right now for Mays is $100,000 or best offer. Uh, It hasn't sold, but it's just sitting there. There's nothing else even listed in that grade.
1: Last one sold was in December. Yeah, for same thing, PSA 6. But December it was twenty two thousand. I mean, you think about the jump since December we've seen. You're talking Mickey Mantle, 1951 Bowman Mickey Mantle rookie card PSA six. There's no way
0: you don't believe. I don't oh, believe God. it. Now I'm going to do a bunch of typing, and Corey's going to be mad at me. <laughs> we might have to. But I have to. We might have to get rid of this whole right. thing.
1: <laughs> do you think you overpaid?
0: Did you get? Taken? I, don't, I don't. I'm not worried about overpaying. Not even close. I mean, I, I obviously, think it's great- eventually it's going to be crazy, but. I think it's crazy right now. Honestly, I think it's a great buy. I just think Mantle amazes that guy just like Hank Aaron. He's just kind of been overlooked and taken like, f- oh yeah, okay. So December thirteenth, PSA six. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm okay with that sale. Mantle's tough too because this fifty two sells way more. I'm fine. I have no problem. I bet that Mantle is worth eighty to a hundred grand right now at least. Do we Mantle talk stuff- about
1: the fact that there's a buy it now for seventeen thousand for the PSA six as well? For that that card that we're talking about. Are you saying I made a on? bad buy? I'm not. I don't. Keep this in. Keep this in.
0: I don't like what I'm hearing. Seventeen I'm grand. buy it now. It's really? going to go up over time. It doesn't matter. I think I made a good buy. And I'm not <laughs> sure you're looking at the right thing. Now I want to know what you're
1: I'm, looking at. I'm 100% looking at the right thing.
0: 99000 or are best offer with 21 watchers. That's all I see.
1: You I don't see, see the
0: 1951 Bowman? Oh, oh well, Mickey, hey, so, so that has... When it has letters next to it, that means there's a qualifier. So it's not a pure grade. So that knocks it down. General, This is 101. Glad you said that. General rule. So that knocks it down about two grades. So, for example, if it says PSA 8 and it has OC off center, there's a bunch of different qualifications. That would be more equivalent to a PSA 6. So, yeah, I, I feel good about what I bought. This thing has 21 watchers, 99 grand. Again, and he hasn't died. The spike hasn't even happened. I'm good with my 38. I think I could sell it. Or excuse me, I say 38 for 40, not 38. I think it's going to be 40 to 60. I think it's 40 to 50 right now. So I think we probably paid about market. I think it's going to go absolutely through the roof. I do. I I think May's stuff has always been underrated. I'm happy with it.
1: I think you actually did good. Now that I look
0: at more of these, the ones that don't
1: have it on there, the PSA 5s, the Buy It Nows are like 45 and 55.
0: The PSA 4 just sold last night for 12. So I'm okay with it. I don't think like I said I don't think I'm going to flip that tomorrow and make any money on the 40 but I do think eventually I think that's a guy in a year or two years when he passes and the market's still hot like it's going to be it's just a card people view is very safe you're not going to buy amazing and get murdered so we went way over time today actually I would see this is what happens when I'm kind when I'm angry I talk a lot faster I'm insulting people it's a lot shorter show uh, so there you go we'll be back on Tuesday I keep thinking today is Tuesday we'll be back next Tuesday sports cards nonsense Final plug of the day here. Make sure you check it out. Uh, It's powered by Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network. Make sure you check it out anywhere you get your podcasts, especially Spotify, but anywhere else it's available can actually watch the video on Spotify. I just found it out this week because I'm a little <laughs> stupid. <laughs> little you non-fat. could also watch it on the Ringer YouTube network. Watch it wherever you want to watch it. You can find us, Sports Cards Nonsense, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. There's a Facebook group as well. It's a huge forum. It's actually got a couple thousand people in the last week. We've been pouring a bunch of attention there because it's super easy and it's an open forum, which I love for questions and different things. So check that out as well. Don't Jesse, forget to
1: Sports Cards website. SportsCardsNonsense.
0: SportsCards nonsense. SportsCardsNonsense.com. Favorite portion of the show. We're going to end with this. Jesse's grade of the day. I'm going a strong B. If you weren't wearing a green shirt in front what, of a green, what's my, screen,
1: PSI, what's my PSA grading?
0: It was gonna be a 10. It's gonna be a 9 OC, off-color. Green shirt in front of a green screen. That's a U problem. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Peace.